City Park in New Orleans is among the 100 largest urban parks in the U.S. For what it's worth, it's 81st on that list, with 1,300 acres. Size-wise, the park is substantial, but so is the variety of sights and sounds you'll find here, like the ones at Café Du Monde. Medium Café Olay. You need any sugar or sweetener? Oh, can I get uh, three sweet mugs, please? It's where locals and tourists can come to get their fix for the coffee and beignets that have become synonymous with New Orleans. So my nephew and his sister would come down periodically a couple of times a year, and their favorite things are to eat snowballs and um, have beignets. And so it, they have been known on like a three-day visit to eat beignets five or six times. Avery Corinsweat was picking up a cafe au lait when I bumped into her. Her nephew was getting married, and there were a lot of friends and family from out of town. They ended up at City Park at Café du Monde so everyone could indulge. And while the Café du Monde stand in the French Quarter is more famous, there's a strong argument the one in City Park is more scenic, tucked in the backdrop of the park's massive grove of live oaks, some of which are hundreds of years old. Avery has had a long relationship with City Park. So my dad was Bob Asich, who was the executive director of City Park for like 25 years, wow. many years ago. And so I associate the park with the carousel, because that was his favorite thing. And I remember the very first time it got renovated in the late 70s, early 80s. That was our family project. With a park this big, and a history that goes back 170 years, City Park has come to offer different things for different people. There's NOMA, the New Orleans Museum of Art. You can also find live music here. For personal trainer Tessa... Keep those legs a little further apart though. I want the band to hurt your hips a bit. City Park is where she makes people sweat. I mean, I'm out here almost every day with different people. Yeah, most mornings. It's a good place to work. She does it at the famous pavilion in the park. I met her as she was pushing her client for another set with a medicine ball. 50. It's a beautiful park, but also like this particular spot, I'm out of the sun or the rain and uh, when necessary. And then there's a big field for sprinting or lunging across. And there's like a park right here because I have a lot of heavy equipment. There's benches. So, I mean, but... Primarily, it's just beautiful. <laughs> I could find other places in this city, but uh, I, I just take in the sights the whole time, and maybe it makes it better for them. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty. It helps. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So you see interesting animals from time to time, birds. Oh yeah, stuff. we yeah. keep track of the swan. The swan's kind of a jerk. And the hawk. Yeah, the there hawk that comes by sometimes. There's gators that I see sometimes, and uh, the ibis in the morning. They're always pecking around the grass. Uh, Do you see a lot of people fishing here? Yeah, right here, sure. Um, I don't see them catching a lot. Or if they do, it's not big. Most of the people I met at the park that day said fishing wasn't the first thing that came to mind when they think of City Park. But perhaps I just didn't talk to enough people. I don't think of fishing, per se. Uh, I'm not really a, a fisherman. Uh, Me neither. That I makes do, two I, of us. I do my fishing at the, at the seafood market. But uh, I've seen them out here in the past. Over the years, I've seen the young kids out here fishing. Since COVID, Rodney has made it a point to come to City Park more often for his morning walk. So what is it about City Park that, that brought you back? What do you like about City Park? Well, I just like, first of all, being outdoors. You know, I'm, I don't like going inside to the gyms as much. I just like being outdoors in the nature. I see the birds, the ducks, the geese. You know, you can see all kind of wildlife out here. In fact, the other day I saw, last week I saw some pelicans. 
I came to the park because I recently heard that the 74th annual Big Bass Rodeo at City Park was taking place on March 25th. According to the folks at City Park, it's the longest-running freshwater fishing competition in the country. Having lived here for a while now, I thought I knew City Park pretty well, but that was the first time I heard of the park hosting a fishing rodeo. Actually, City Park Conservancy and the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries are together hosting the rodeo, but still, anything that's been running for 74 years must be widely known, right? Or maybe City Park is kind of a hidden gem for fishing. I recently met someone who says City Park is in fact his favorite place to fish, and it could be for many other people if they give it a try. I'm Tan Trung, and this week on the Tan Report, we're going fishing. My name is Gary Olipio. I am an uh, amateur bass fisherman. I love to fish out at uh, City Park Big Lake. In fact, the spot that we are in right now, which uh, I'm not sure we should share that uh, too much, but uh, this is where I got my personal best uh, bass ever. Uh, seven and a half pound bass caught right here. During the summer, I won't say which lure I was using, but right in, fr right in front of Numa. You're so secretive. Why are you so secretive about this stuff, Gary? You know, I think uh, bass fishermen know you don't ever want to give out all your secrets. Gary says he's an amateur, but to me at least, he sounds like a professional fisherman when he talks about things like the kind of lure he uses to catch bass at City Park. Gary says during certain months, a buzz bait is best. Well, a buzz bait um, used primarily when it's like hotter weather, and it makes, it, it makes a lot of noise, and then it drives the bass crazy, and they are looking to amb their ambush predators. So a buzz bait is a topwater. So they're coming down, I guess, just like you would in the ocean. The sharks are going to come up from underneath and they're going to tag it. So um, it works really good for like an ambush um, mentality and uh, seem to do really well with this buzz bait um, once it heats up, when you start getting into that 90 degree weather or late 80s, uh, usually in Thank May God and we June. never get that down here. <laughs> so May, June, and July is the perfect time to throw a buzz bait at City Park. This is what the buzz bait sounds like as Gary is reeling it in. Just in years of fishing out here, that's just you learn how the uh, the bass are um, behaving. So I have followed. So sometimes you'll come out here at City Park. Um, it's not today, but sometimes in this very spot, right outside of Noma, the water is really clear. And what you'll notice is um, they will bite. Like you'll throw it halfway out across the uh, pond, and they'll follow it from the middle. They'll be in the deep and they'll follow it. And when you get probably about six feet from the shore, they come up from underneath and they tag it. So the majority of the hits for bass are not way on the other side. They are within uh, 10 feet of the shore. Gary, and pardon the pun here, got hooked on fishing early in his childhood. You know, my grandfather used to take me out fishing when I was little. I kind of got the bug back then, but we were always boat fishing. So I really, I never even started bass fishing until I was uh, 15. And I uh, you know, thought about that and I says, oh, well, that's because I can drive. And then friends would pick me up and what did you do during the summer after school? We picked up the love for bass fishing. So. You know, uh, I picked up a love for it back then, and I think there's just something um, kind of primitive about it. The fact that, you know, I can come out here with a pole and a string and a hook, and, um, you know, I'm fishing for, like, relaxation, but something rewarding to think that I, I think I could survive if the world shut down, and as long as I had a fishing pole, some line, and a hook, I might be able to feed myself. And when the world did shut down because of the pandemic, Gary found himself reconnecting with fishing at City Park which he used to do until life demanded more of his attention. I think I outgrew it. Uh, you know, work life took over, um, having a kid took over, career path took over. And, uh, you know, as 
as I think, you know, things that came out of the pandemic just taught us a little bit more about work-life balance, I started spending a little bit more time on that and realized how simple it was. I think last year um, I used to even have a routine where I would get off of work, go straight swimming, swim for about 20 minutes, get some laps in, leave straight from there, felt refreshed, and just come straight out here and fish for an hour, and then I would head home. And then I'd do that, and I'd be home by like 7 o'clock. I'm like, it's a pretty nice, healthy routine. And I felt really clean, peace of mind. I felt really um, just good about myself. Gary likes fishing at City Park near dusk. There's a lot of times I'll come out here in the summer, and there'll be there's some regulars that I will see out here. And we all come out here about an hour before dusk because that's when the, uh, the bass are the hungriest. They're, I guess they're settling in for the night, or what most people say is the, the sun is at its uh, lowest. And uh, you think about it, if you are a, um, a bass in midday, you're not gonna be out in the middle of this pond when predators are flying right above and can easily come grab you. So um, they're out more active in the evenings and it's a perfect time to come out and fish because it's also cooler. So even when it's the hot, sticky summer, sometimes you get a breeze right off of the, um, you know, out over here. Usually it's coming from the lake and it, you know, cools you off. Louisiana is known as the sportsman paradise. Hunting and fishing is very much a way of life down here. And with all the bayous, marshes, and swamps in the state, I've kind of always viewed fishing through the lens of big game fishing, where you charter a boat, wear the PFG fishing shirt, and then at the end of the day, you pose with your catch for the obligatory photo. Gary says he enjoys that kind of fishing, but City Park offers an easier option. No, I have a lot of friends who sell me, all you need is a boat, Gary. And I'm like, you know, that would be great. But when I go out, we go out fishing in, in boat. And I do enjoy that. I love red fishing and speckled trout. But you're talking about you're waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning. You're meeting, and if it's not your boat, you're meeting somebody out. You're gassing up a boat. You know, it's gonna, you're going to easily spend 60 bucks a piece. You're spending hours out on the water. Sure, it's nice and peaceful and relaxing. But if you don't catch anything, you might get home 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. But the great thing about City Park is I'm still not close. I live out in Metairie, but it takes me 20, 30 minutes to get out here. I fish for an hour, I pack up, and I go home. I'm home in two hours, in and out. And what do you get in that time for you, personally? I'm hoping I get 10,000 steps, and my goal every day is to catch two. Do you meet that goal often? There are some days I exceed it heavily in the summertime. As of right now, this year, I've been out here three times, and I have three bass. So each time I've been out here, I've caught one. With 11 miles of lagoons in City Park, there's plenty of room to fish. One of the goals of the Big Bass Rodeo is to get more young people living in the city in touch with the diverse environment that is City Park. Gary started fishing in the rodeo when he was a teenager. So I fished it my first year when I was 15 years old. A friend of mine brought me out here and we caught nothing. We were like, there's no fish out here. And then we get back to our school. I went to the Archbishop of Rommel and one of our classmates, um, he, uh, he caught, I think, like a six-pound bass and finished third in the category, first in the high school category. So we're like, well, if he can do it, we can do it. You know, it's just peaceful. And then, you know, through the years of fishing out here, it became rewarding. It was one day I came out here just to, I think it was, I came out here for Jazz Fest. I love it. So I will go to Jazz Fest one day, but I'm not going seven days. Um, so what do I do on those other days when I want to come hear the music? I come out here and fish, or I'll go out and fish off of um, Harrison idea. over the area. And I'll listen to the music. So I heard the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, I think I heard uh, Stevie Nicks one year. You just come out here and listen to the music. And then on those days, there's no one fishing because they're all at Jazz Fest. So you got the whole park to yourself. Ever since Gary started fishing at City Park, he's connected with others who found a similar refuge in it. I think uh, they come out here for the same reason. And the ones that um, I see often, 
or through the year we run across each other out here at different areas sometimes uh, in the same spots out here in the lake on a certain days and we'll both look at each other with that eye and let it like you like you know today's that you know you know what i know it's uh it's one of those days the barometer's down really low the full moon's about to come out it's sticky it's buggy we think bass are going to work and we're both out here and we're like uh-huh yeah see who's going to catch it first so it it's a community and i think you just you know when, when you if you if you get that heavy into it you know um i like it i share i share information with uh, with those people and then when we see new people we're just like hey rookie get out of my spot <laughs> it's a community i think i know i know some of the guards that watch the uh, sculpture garden i think we notice when we're fishing sometimes they'll come out and just watch us and see if we're catching anything I think last year they were filming a movie right out here for Noma. While they were out on break, they came over here and watched us off the uh, the pier. And uh, you know, sometimes I'm lucky and uh, I might catch one. I think last year I did catch one and they saw it and they said the next time I came out, I came up the next day and they were all out here with fishing poles. So, <laughs> To no one's surprise, Gary's a big advocate of kids and fishing. He says anybody can do it. And you don't need a lot to start. You don't need that much. So, you know, I recommend So I started the fishing club at our school. I, I work over at Sacred Heart, and we started the fishing club this year. And I uh, started off with the basics. And I'm like, look, I go to Academy. You can pick yourself up a $40 uh, spin reel that already has line on it. It's light and heavy duty enough. And actually, I have caught a six-pound bass with this pole, so it's not going to snap your pole for being a $50 pole. You just need, um, for summertime, I say you can use a little spinner bait, and that's all you need. You tie that thing on, you come out here, and you throw it in an area like Big Lake. You walk around, and uh, you might get lucky and catch a fish. You'll you learn to tie a knot. I would tell everybody, learn, look up some videos on the Palomar knot, P-A-L-O-M-A-R knot. Easiest knot to tie, and the only knot you'll the only knot you'll ever need to know for bass. As for some of the fish you can catch in City Park, you can expect to catch uh, what most people are going to come out for the tournaments are going to be catching um, largemouth bass. You can catch sunfish, perch, uh, cichlids. Um, you can catch uh, bluegill. Those are the small ones out here. You, if you're lucky, you, can, you um, some people can catch catfish. You can go off in the areas and catch gar, the spotted gar, and alligator gar. Um, there's freshwater carp out here, which are very large. That's an odd one to catch. Most people would catch those on worms. Um, and then I did hear a rumor that they were going to start stocking rainbow trout in City Park. I don't know that that actually happened. I think they put them in other waterways, but I think City Park's on the list to have that. I think that would be interesting because on these months right now when bass are a little slow, I might come out and try my luck at a rainbow trout. That would be new. Okay, you probably won't go into any major record books with those fish. But Gary says fishing is not just about the catch. It's also what you can experience pursuing it. He actually wrote a children's book about it. I think there's just more, more to fishing than fishing. It teaches you patience. It teaches you sometimes life's in your own hands and the only thing you can control or, or, or the only thing in life that you can control are your own choices. And it's my choice if I'm out here fishing and if I'm going to walk around or if I just want to sit here in a chair and you decide if that's what you want to do. So I wrote a story for kids to just you know, connect with nature, connect with the outdoors, connect with your elders. Um, the story is about, uh, it's called The Craziest Fishing Tale on the Bayou. It's a story about a boy who enters a, uh, a fishing tournament hoping to win $500 so he can keep his family from getting kicked out of his home. Of course, he fails miserably, but it's, uh, it's a great story for people about goal setting and face overcoming adversity in the uh, face of failure. For anyone interested in fishing in New Orleans or trying to get their kids into it, Gary says City Park is the best place to start. His top fishing spots for kids are in the park. So go out to uh, Mar Marconi Pier, 
right there off of uh, in City Park. Just take Marconi and go halfway down. I think it's closer to Harrison. There's a pier out there. You can sit out there. There's a few trees, so it's gonna be a little shaded. Um, second spot, if you're a little more avid and you get you want to you want to you know uh, or you want to go catch you just want to catch something to make sure the kids having a good experience and using the worms, go behind the Cafe de Monde. It looks like an area that you're not going to catch a lot of fish, but if you go to the area, there's three little bridges around that. Put a few pieces of bread out there first and a little worm out there. You should be able to catch the perch and the blue uh, bluegill. And there are bass still back there. So I think one of the biggest bass that came out of a uh, city park, I think it was a nine pounder, came right off of there, right behind Cafe de Monde. So. That would be my second one. Um, third, if you're a little more avid and want to get into it, go to Katuri Forest. It's a mile, I think, to walk around it, about three quarters of it. There's an area where the fish, you can just walk through the whole part of Katuri Forest, frontwards and go all the way back. And at the very tip of it, I think you cross this nice spot where it's almost right by the golf that's course. That's in City Park, too? That's in City Park, yeah. So uh, Katuri Forest is right off of Harrison Boulevard. Um, I think it is uh, right before right before the turn of the uh, diagonal drive, which if you're in high school, you might know this is the cross-country uh, running track. And then um, my favorite spot I always recommend people is like, just come to Big Lake. It's a great place to start, you know, great place to come out because then if all fails in 15, 20 minutes, just get on the swan boats and just have fun in the, uh, the water. Gary didn't catch any fish the day we met, but with City Park always within reach, he can try again. as soon as the sun begins to set over its big lake. In City Park, I'm Tan Trung for WWL Radio.